did something recently that if I'm being honest was kind of scary for me. I made the decision to, for at least one week and maybe longer, and I will tell you I'm currently on day eight, I decided to release added sugar from my diet of things that I was eating. And what has happened and what has been revealed to me over the last week is not at all what I expected and is pretty revolutionary for me. So today I'm going to share all about it with you. This is the Live Your Yes Life podcast, where we share channel thoughts, discussion, and interviews on what it takes to go from dreaming and wishing to actively living your yes life. I'm Kayla. I'm one half of the mother-daughter duo here at Rise Leadership Circle. I am blessed to have the best partner a girl could ask for. My mom, Lisa, is my partner here at Rise Leadership Circle. And today, this is a solo episode where I'm going to take you through the journey that I've had over the last week and change, where I have released incorporating added sugar into my life and why I decided that and what it's opened up for me in case this is something that you're curious about, or maybe there is something else. Maybe it's not sugar for you, but there's something else and this can support you. P.S. Stay all the way to the end because I'm going to share with you about the 1K cash giveaway that we are doing in November, or if you're watching this at a later date, we likely have another one coming up soon. So if you're watching in real time, you're going to want to make sure that you tune in And we're planning to do this frequently so you can always circle back if you're watching this at a later date. Okay, so I have previously, hmm, how many years ago? I think it was like seven years ago. Seven years ago, I did the whole 30. And so at that time, I have been at one point in my life, 30 days, no added sugar. That's the longest that I have gone. And I remember that being very momentous for me. But in addition to not having added sugar, I was releasing a lot of different a lot of different foods. And so even though I've done this before, it's been a long time. And because that was such a big shift from the way that I was living and eating, I think that I expected the results to be bigger, which has me feeling really surprised about what I have experienced over the last eight days, having made the decision to let go of having added sugar in my diet for the time being. So I want to start by sharing why I did this. For a while, this was not an overnight decision for a while, I would say at least a year. So yeah, at least a year. I have been having conversations with coaches that I have, with friends, with family members where I have said, I feel like I am pretty codependent on sugar. I feel like I turn to sugar a lot to make me feel better to celebrate really for any number of reasons. I just feel like I am someone that loves to celebrate with something that is, that is more sweet. And so this is, this is not an overnight decision by any means, but it's been something that I've been wrestling with for a while. And so one thing I want to speak into is that it reminds me that sometimes when we see somebody make a change, we think like, oh my gosh, they just decided to do it. And yes, they did just decide to do it. And there's often a journey and a process. So wherever you are on your journey and process, maybe it's with sugar, maybe it's with a different kind of food, maybe it's with something else in your life that's not related to food at all, but you're just on a journey or process of looking at if you are wanting, willing, and ready to make a change, I really honor 
whatever that journey can look like. So that was definitely where I've been is I've been knowing for a long time. And truthfully, I have had a lot of resistance to really making a change. And part of that is because I feel that in many ways, I already eat a fairly restrictive diet. Now, I'm not intentionally trying to restrict myself. I love having freedom and abundance and joy. It kind of feels like just the way that my body most wants me to eat is more restrictive to than the ways that other people around me eat. So after I did the Whole30, I then realized that I am intolerant to gluten and dairy. So it's not that I have a really severe allergy, but I could trace a lot of physical symptoms to gluten and dairy. And so I made the choice for myself to just let those go from my diet. And I quickly realized how much my body positively responded to that. Now, I am not here for any means to say that everybody should eat how I eat or what I eat. I'm just sharing what's true for me. And I know that everybody is different. And it just turns out that my body, for whatever reason, does not prefer me to eat gluten and dairy. So that was pretty easy after the Whole30. I just let those go, didn't incorporate those back, and really noticed a shift. And then a few months after that, this was really intuitive. My body let me know that it was not interested in eating meat anymore. And I followed that journey. Well, maybe I'll tell you the story in another podcast. It's pretty, pretty interesting. But I followed that journey and decided. I woke up one day and I was like, I think I'm vegan now because I already don't eat dairy and I'm not going to eat meat. So I think that I'm vegan now. And that has continued to have been the case for, yes, seven years. So because I already choose for my own self, I don't make this choice or judgment for anybody around me, but for my own self, I don't eat gluten or dairy or meat, making me a gluten-free vegan. It feels like when we go places or when with groups of people that I already feel like I'm limited and restricted. And I definitely think that that's one of the things that was coming up for me as I've been navigating my relationship with sugar is it's kind of the way that I can be included. And that's something that was really interesting that came up as I was on this journey is I was noticing how I actually use sugar as a way to feel included wherever I am or feel like I am enough. As odd as that might sound on a subconscious level, I really do think that that's part of what's happening for me. And seven years ago, when I went gluten-free, dairy-free, well, gluten-free and vegan, there really weren't that many options just out and about and at restaurants. You know, like it would be common that we would go out for lunch and there would not be any dessert options for me. And so it was really easy for me to just stick with eating, eating plant-based, like whole food plants and not really eating a lot of processed things or sugar because most of my options didn't include that. And then as time has gone on, as our culture has shifted for better or for worse, I'm not making a judgment on it. There are many more options like I could, I could be almost anywhere and likely find some kind of sweet or treat or something that is both gluten-free and vegan. And so what started to happen is I was like, ooh, I can eat this. Oh my gosh, I can actually eat this. I should definitely get this. And now that it's becoming more and more common, it was like everywhere I went, I was like, oh, this treat, I should have that. This treat, I should have that. And then I was starting to keep the things in my house. And then I was realizing that I would be having kind of a bummer day. And I would think, you know what? I should just make myself a bowl of ice cream and sit on the couch and just love up on myself with this ice cream. And I'm definitely not making that wrong. 
What I'm noticing is how dependent I was becoming on that as my behavior choice. Or it would be time to celebrate. And I would think, oh my gosh, celebration. I'm going to go get a treat that I love in order to celebrate whatever it is that I'm celebrating. And I had a sense that I was doing this, which is why I was wanting to make a shift by letting go of added sugar in my diet. But I really did not realize how codependent I had been on it until I made the decision eight days ago to temporarily let that go from my life. So eight days ago, it was last Sunday morning at the time that I'm recording this. I woke up Sunday morning and I decided, okay, I hear my body loud and clear. It is giving me a clear message. I know how to listen to my body that it is asking me to release added sugar. So I'm still eating things, you know, the sugar is naturally occurring in it. I'm just not going to eat anything where it's been processed and added in. And I just woke up that morning and made that decision. And I said to myself, I'm going to do this for seven days. I'm going to make a commitment to myself that for seven days, I will honor this no matter what. And days one, two, and three, especially were very challenging for me. I noticed how frequently I would walk into the kitchen and open up my cupboard or my fridge and be so tempted to look for some kind of chocolate or some kind of sweet or some way that I could get a fix of the sugar. And how at the end of the night, even after I had dinner, how I was looking for one more thing to have me feel satisfied before the day is done. So one thing that surprised me is really how dependent I was on it. I was thinking that I could kind of make this choice and then be able to just move through my life. And so one thing that surprised me is how how challenging it actually was. So here's what else I did not expect. I did not expect the deep internal self-dialogue that I would have with myself while catching myself desiring and looking for sugar. And what started to happen is when I would walk downstairs to my kitchen or I would think the thought, oh, you know what would be so good right now is some ice cream or some dark chocolate that I would start to have a conversation with myself and say, what would you want that for? You know, what would you want that for, Kayla? And then, well, to celebrate. I'm having a really great day. This feels so good. I want to celebrate this. Or I would catch myself saying, like, I just, I'm feeling stressed. I feel like I just put in a couple hours of work and that was a lot and I need a little break. And so I started to notice the ways that I was looking for this external thing that really is not nourishing or sourcing me in any way to support me. So I'm all for using resources, but I'm being paying attention to how it's really not nourishing or supporting me to make these choices. And then the conversations kept going deeper with myself. And I was being really introspective and reflective to notice how instead of actually being with whatever thought was coming up or feeling or fear or belief that I was just looking to bypass it. And I did not realize that that was happening at the level that it was in my life because I am so intentional with that. I would not have described myself as someone who bypassed my emotions. I would say that I am someone who's really self-aware, who gives myself a lot of space, who lets myself be with my emotions, who intentionally creates space for emotions, who processes them. So I would have not described myself as someone who is looking to override or bypass them. But by reducing, by eliminating for a week, my sugar intake, I started to see the ways that I was subconsciously doing it and I didn't even realize. So that was really fascinating to me. And then another thing 
that happened for me is I feel like some tremendous brain fog has lifted that I didn't even know I was operating with. I would have told you that I felt like I had a lot of mental clarity. And now that I have been eight days, no added sugar, I can absolutely see a difference in the way that I am thinking, the way that I'm showing up for myself and the way that I'm really letting myself be there for me. And it feels like there is so much more clarity that has just not existed when I'm operating other patterns of just letting myself eat any and every sugar that there is. So this has been really, really interesting for me. And this is all in service of me making my commitment to myself to live my yes life. This is something that you hear Lisa and I talking about now all of the time. I am so committed to being a yes for the big, amazing, delicious, juicy things that I want. And P.S., I know that I am going to eat added sugar again. This is not a a brand new lifestyle of I never eat added sugar anymore. Uh, I know that I will choose that for myself again because I I do enjoy getting to indulge in sweets and treats and I'm about to go traveling and I know that if there is something yummy, I will want to let myself have it but I'm going to be coming at that from a very different perspective of being really intentional. That for me personally, that I'm being intentional of, am I choosing this one time a day or am I choosing it two times a day versus maybe after letting it go, I realize it could be 10 to 15 times a day that I was having added sugar here or there just like in little bits and pieces on just really simple thing of like topping something with ketchup or just putting extra chocolate chips on top of my ice cream, just like little ways that were so subconscious and seem so small that I'm really noticing. And so I'm certainly going to be doing it with a lot more intention. And like I said, all of this is in service of seeing that I am the one that gets to choose what's happening in my life. I do not want to be a robot moving through my life. I don't want to feel like I am just going from one thing to the next to the next, not even aware or making conscious decisions for myself as to what I am choosing. So I am so grateful that I gave myself this week. I am committed to, it's Monday right now when I'm recording this, I am committed to sticking all the way through at least until the next Friday. So I will have had almost two weeks of no added sugar. And I love that the gift I have given myself is seeing that I really am in the driver's seat, that I get to choose what goes in my body. I get to choose the thoughts that I'm thinking. I get to choose what I do with those thoughts. I get to choose if I numb them or override them, or if I look at them and explore them and give them space and open up the door for my thoughts, beliefs, feelings to actually be seen, heard, and be information for me instead of spooning them down with with a treat. So this has been very powerful. I'm curious as you're listening, if there's something that you feel like has had a hold on you, it could be a food, it could be sugar, it could be alcohol, it could be another pattern like shopping or scrolling social media. And would just really invite you to play with, if it feels good and aligned for you, to consider what would it be like to reinvent that pattern. You don't have to quit it forever, or maybe you don't quit it at all, but what would it be like to actually reinvent that pattern for yourself? And this is something that Lisa and I are so passionate about in the work that we do with our clients is that reinvention, knowing that 
we are worthy of having our most amazing yes life. And the way that we step into it is by looking at the patterns and the habits and the things that are happening beneath the surface and being conscious and intentional and putting ourselves in the driver's seat of our lives. Okay, before we go today, well, one, I would love to hear what's resonating for you. So please send me a message on Instagram at Rise Leadership Circle or connect with me wherever we're already connected and let me know what's resonating for you from this episode. And then before we go, I want to be sure that I share with you about the Live Your Yes Life 1K giveaway that we are doing in November. So we're going to give away $1,000 cash, no strings attached, like a true, we will send this money to you via Venmo or PayPal if you are the winner, a true cash giveaway in our brand shiny new Facebook group called Live Your Yes Life. So here's why we're doing it and how you can get in. We have decided that we are going to give away somebody $1,000 to support them in living their yes life because we can, because we want to, because we love getting poured into, we love receiving and we love being generous. And so the holiday season is coming and we thought, let's give away a little money. So that's what we're going to do. So here's how you can get into the live your yes life 1k cash giveaway. Head over to our brand new Facebook group. We are closing down our old Facebook group and creating this new one. So our brand new Facebook group is the same name as this podcast. It's called Live Your Yes Life. So step one, go and request to join the group. Step two, put a post in the Facebook group sharing what living your yes life looks like or means for you. And if you win the $1,000, how you're going to use it. Don't overthink this. Just be honest and truthful. What does it look like when you're giving your yes life? And if you had an extra $1,000, what would you use it for? How would you use that? And then step three, go and comment on 10 other people's posts to celebrate them and cheer them along because being witnessed in our authentic shares like this is important. And then on November 22nd, so the day before Thanksgiving here in the US, on November 22nd, Lisa and I are going to select one recipient and we will... PayPal you or Venmo you or Zelle or whatever payment structure we agree on, $1,000 cash. We're going to send that to one winner. And I think that we're planning on doing this much more often. So if you're listening later in the future, please make sure you go over to our Facebook group to see when the next 1K cash giveaway is happening. We're super excited for this. Okay, friends, I would love to hear what came up for you as you listen to me talk through my journey, letting go of added sugar, what I realized, what's alive for you in that. And I cannot wait to see you in our Facebook group, Live Your Yes Life. Get in for the 1K cash giveaway because you deserve it. Thanks, friends.